This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We were speaking last time about Teir Shabalpeh, and we um, explained the concept of Bezna Gadol, the way it's written in the Chumash, and so on. There is a, um, the, a question asked is, can the Beznagadal make a mistake? So the answer to that is twofold. First of all, technically, legally, they, can't, they cannot make a mistake. Um, and the Chinuch says it best in Ayin Ches, in, in Mitzvah Ayin Ches. He says it in the Mitzvah Ram Lahatos that even if the Bezden HaGadol makes a mistake, since we're doing what we ought to be doing, Daveri says it's on their heads, not in our heads. In other words, um, and he says this is evidenced by Parhelm Dover, that it's their karma, not our karma. So on the technical level, if a person did what the Bezden HaGadol told him to do, even if Best and self realized was wrong, the person did not commit an error. He did what was right. And uh, Bezdin and Bezdin had their own passion. So the Chinuch se- seems to be saying the following. A, Bezdin can make a, an error, um, and that's why there is a passion of Helam Dabba when they realize they were in error. It is not a halachic error, because if we do as the way they've told us to do, then we are um, doing right, and that is our and and that's our obligation. There's another place where either Ramban or the Chinuch, I don't remember offhand now, says he says this, and they all, and they, both Ramban and the Chinuch constantly speak about the chshivas of this mitzvah, because without this mitzvah, Torah would become shambles. Every single person would decide whatever he wants to decide and you would end up with a thousand Torahs. So this is the most vital part of preservation of Torah. They also say that there is a haftacha, there is an understanding that a Kaddish Baruch Hu does a Seat HaDishmaya, and a Kim Nitzah Badaskel, and that a Kaddish Baruch Hu will not let them err. But it's very important to separate the two issues. One is, in a dry halachic sense, we don't, it's not the Ruach HaKodesh, anything like that. On a deeper sense, we have a trust in the faith that since HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the navigation of Claudius Yisrael's Torah in their hands, it will be okay. Yes? Just for clarification, Rebbe said this is, this is the most important mitzvah. Rebbe is referring to... In terms of preservation of Torah, this is crucial. The, the mitzvah of listening to the Bezna Nagal, uh-huh. no matter what. Okay. Um, the evidence of the chesivas of such a mitzvah is in the famous Mishnah of Rabbi Shur and Gamliel, where he told him to come on Yom Kippur, um, you know, on the day that Hitler was in Kippur, he should come to Makta with Armilo. He did it, and he told him that y- you're my Talmud in terms of accepting, but you're my Rebbe in terms of teach me what's right. In other words, the chshivas of accepting the Das Harov and the Rabbim is an extraordinarily chashiva mitzvah in terms of keeping the Torah, and that's why the, the halach is so chomer about somebody, um, if uh, somebody rules, not like that, Zafin Mamre, etc. Fine, so that is 
and Benz Nakodal and Tarshval Pech. There's a big problem at this junction. The picture is good. My Rabbeinu came down from Sinai. He brought a Torah Shabbat with a Torah Shabbat and a system for deciding the laws. There was a Bezna Godel. Bezna Godel would sit and deliberate and decide, and they would remember all that was forgotten and would use um, all sorts of drushes uh, to learn new halachas and would make takanas and xeris. And this is fine and good. That ended um, somewhere in the um, towards the end of Bayesheni, some some at some point before Chorben uh, Bayesheni. Um, it, it said they stopped passing 40 years before. Whatever it is, it, it ended before that time. What we have today that we call and refer to as Torah Shabbat is the Mishnah and most important, the Gemara. Um, the Bavli, Talmud Bavli is for us, when we talk about Torah Shabbat we're using a synonym for Talmud Bavli. Talmud Bavli was made quite a while after there ever was a Bezna Gadol in um, in Kalisho. Where's that coming from? Um, why is Talmud Bavli binding? Why is it that we have to keep the mitzvahs in Talmud Bavli, which for us, anybody who's covenant Talmud Bavli is covenant Tarsh Peh. This is Tarsh Peh for us. And uh, what's, where's that coming from? Uh, we also would like to explore at some point, what could the Tanayim Aaron do? All those drushes in Chazal. Could they actually sit in Dash and Drushes? Or those Drushes just restricted to Bezna Gadol? Um, that's really the most crucial piece of um, the Hashkafa or um, Emuna in, in Torah, because for us it's the same thing. Take the Gemara away, we'd all be very happy with the Bezna Gadol, because Bezna Gadol hasn't existed in 2,000 years, and we'd be very fine with that. So we're going to try to work out an understanding of why it is binding on us. A word of caution before we, we, we discuss it. Um, there is an almost um, vicious cycle in it because, uh, let's say the Gemara is going to tell us that the Gemara is binding. So someone will come along and say, well, that's begging the question. The Gemara is telling us that the Gemara is binding, but who says the Gemara is binding? Um, you know, we'll, we'll learn Pshatim, Rishonim, Achronim, and we can always play the devil's advocate and say, well, but who says that that's binding? Vesna Gadol is pretty much um, anchored in the Torah. And we've seen that. It's in Forsha Pasha. And it's, and it's not something that is easy to... Uh, it, it, an honest, open look at it, it, it anchors it very firmly. But here, we're stuck. Here we have a whole crucial and critical chalik of the puzzle that really is going to have to prove itself from within, which is a very, very difficult task. So, there is obviously, let's, let's start with the bottom, there is no way I could draw the line automatically from before to here. Uh, there's nothing I could say, uh, you know, I don't have a Pasuk in the Torah, I don't have any rulings of the Bezna Godel extant today that would tell me Bezna Godel said, okay, from now on it's going to be Babli or Shalmi. None of that exists. Um, but the flip side is, uh, if it, it w- we're, we're starting with the point that we are Yidin Shavatari Mitzvahs. What we're trying to do is get a sense of what is it that we believe in. And 
There might be many ways of putting it together, but there has to be an honest way to put all the pieces in. Somebody finds a, a gemara here, a snippet there, a, a tshuva the other place. That's not, it's a sugya. It's a sugya g'doyle v'chamura admoid. And if a person put the other pieces, so it's a credible stance. But if a person just says, well, who says the chum, we'd say, would say this, says that, and the other one person says, no, I don't hold like that. So, so that's not a serious debate. It's not a serious issue. Also, and I guess in a very, very big picture, if we believe that a Baruch Hu gave Torah to the world, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to keep the Torah, because that's very important, and those are the highest moral obligations on a person, to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroyed the system of us having a firm idea what that Torah is, it's basically like destroying the Torah. Now, if a person has a conviction that there is a God, and there is, uh, uh, um, and there is a moral will in the world, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants things to be, and so on, then we are going to have to say that there does exist a Mahalach. Bec- that even today, 2,000 years after Beznan Gadol, w- we have a firm idea what those mitzvahs are. If we were to wipe away all of those the <coughs> millennium of, of, uh, after the, after the Beznan Gadol, we basically have no talk. For practical purposes, it's Isha Yashabin of Yasser, and nothing is binding. Uh, I'd say Los signal means only from uh, poor people. I'd say Losita only means people that I like, um, old people that are annoying and, and babies that are deformed. You know, there's no end to interpretation. So, so if we really want to feel that there's a body of halakha that's binding in a, in, a, in a concrete way where I have things that I can't move, those things, we're going to have to lay those things in place. And for us, since Talmud Babli is the only really firm anchor it's going to have to be in Talmud Bavli. Okay, so first of all, who discusses these things? Where can you find um, some of those points? And remember, once again, this is a sugi that, that's been dealt with uh, peripherally, and therefore putting it together is difficult. But my comments are as follows. The Rambam in his Akdamata Mishnah Torah, which we're going to see, is an, a firm anchor. There's a Gemara Bav Metziah Peivav that has a line or two that's important. The Rambam, the Sefa Mitzvahs, the first mitzvah is, the, the, well, not first, it's the first Shoresh, where he discusses which mitzvahs he does include, which he doesn't explain, he doesn't include Rabbanans. There is much talk in the Nosekelam, in the Ramban, and in the, um, in the Ramban, and in the uh, Marganisa Tavla, especially, that deal with that, with those issues about which halakim of Rabbanans stay, and so on. It, it, it deals, there, there, there are pieces there in, in, in those Rishonim that are important. There is also, Rebbe Chorin has called the Kuntus de Vesofim, where he talks about Dinid Rabbanan in general. It's in Chelek Beis of Kovachurim. And he has a peric there that deals with this issue. Chazanish, in quite a few places, in his letters, uh, does deal with it. This is the type of thing. The Chazanish's writings, especially in his letters, are remarkable. They're very difficult because he never, he, he, uh, many of the times he does not bother to write the Shaka Bataria. In other words, what other people think, where he's differing, why it's different, how different. He writes it in a very, very sweeping way in his beautiful uh, um, prose. 
and you really have to sit in each piece and say, hey, take a look what he's saying. Where's it coming from? He argues on a point of Rebukhan, and Rebukhan explains. He's not arguing. Those are the people that we have. Those are pretty much the, the young we have. There's a case of Mishnah someplace, and, and, and so on. Um, but there's one more piece besides the Gemara. The concept of a, of, of a place having an authority, that a Rav in a town, a Rebbe of a person, um, a, a, the, 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 the fact that it's binding, it, that Psak is binding on the person, is something that is going to be um, very important to understand when, if, and how. And obviously this is going to come from the Gemara. So, but, but, um, but understanding what, uh, what's the framework of the Asra of, of Rabbi Yossi they did this, and Basra Rabbi Yossi did this, that whole concept of a Mokom and a Rav and so on will fall into that category as Bizman So we're missing two very big pieces to make it relevant to us. First of all, um, that whole sense of the Talmud and the Gemara, um, wh- where did that come in? How do we understand it in, to be binding Mikoah what? Secondly, from the end of Gemara till today, uh, can we freely argue on anybody we want? Can everybody do the way? Can everybody take out a Gemara and pass what he wants to or not? Um, those are things that we need to get some sense of direction. Let's start with the Rambam. Um, well, first let's maybe read the one line in Gemara about Metzia. We can get about Metzia here. Um, it's, a, it's a short line. So we have here the um, Gemara in Bar The Gemara in Bar three lines. Um, it says that Elio came and he said, Chazali Sifri Dada Marishan, Oksibbeit says, Shmuel Yachinoi Chachim Iskari Verbala Iskari. Um, the Asa the Rebbe Yodate, Rebbe Vreb Nosson Saif Mishnah, Rebbe Reb Nosson are the end of Mishnayas, they are um, Tanoim, these are the last Tanoim, Ravashi Vravina Saif Hira, Ravashi Ravina are the end of Hira, Visimonach at Ovel Migdoshe Kale Abina Lachrisam. A Ramazan's words. So, Ravina of Ashi is Saif Hira, and Rashi explains here um, they were the ones who put together the um, the Gemara the way it was put together, and so on. And that they were the editors, so to speak. They were the finalizers of it. Um, the implication is that after that, there is nothing else that can um, that counts as Hira. Let's take a look at the Rambam. The Rambam in his Akdama uh, to Mishnah Torah. It's a it's a uh, it's Akdama that, in a certain sense, is telling us Kala He's explaining. He repeats a bit of what he said in Mishnah Torah that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah and its Pirusha. He goes through the whole Mesores until Ravashi and Ravina and then traces it back that from Rashi Ravina to Moshe Rabbeinu is 40 generations. Um, and he says, Ravina of Ashi heim soif chach me gemara. 
Ravash is the one who made the Gemara Bavlis, Rabbi Yechon made the Gemara Yerushalmis, um, and then he says uh, that there are also things that there were Xeris that were Nigzar that are included. Hakol Chibe Reb Ashi Bigmoy Moishad Yamov, and this was all included in Talmud Bavli. Nimza Rabbina Vashi Chavrehem Soif Gedolei Chachmi Yisrael Matig Tashvav Peh. The last generation that actually carried over Tashvav Peh. Veshegozuk zeh zetkina takanas nigman hagus is Rabbeinu Vashi, and then he adds a line: Upashtuk zeh rosam v'takanasam uminagoisam b'chol Yisrael b'chol mekomos hashasayhem, and it spread to all of Klal Yisrael. Va'acha bezin shoravashi shechiba gemara v'gomru b'mei benoi. After that, nispazu Yisrael b'chol aratzis pizus yeser. Klal Yisrael became spread out. In a terrible way, they did not learn in the way they lived, the way they learned before, with that tremendous gathering and uh, you know interaction between ultimately so. They would go as yechidim in every place. There'd be a few people sitting and learning. The um, Sha'omad Achagimar Bukhom Dino Medina, Vigoza Hiskid or Hinig Bindosa, they've no Srabis, Lukpashtamai Sol, any Bezdin that came after the Gemara it was not a, a trans global Bezdin where all Kaisers was included. It was local only. Being that that Bezdin of every place is an individual. And the Beznagal of Shim Vechad is a um, is not around anymore. Lefikach and Kofit answer between the Zulina to Minachers. So no Bezdin can force other people to go like it. Vein Omer the Bezdin that leaves Exercise because it's not being Nosei. Vecheni says if one of the Goenim learned from Svara and a different one um, and a different Goen held differently, he goes with his own and we don't go with the other ones. And then he says. Um, these are all things that are no gea to dinim exerts in the context of the Chadish Achachiba Gemara. Abu Koladvar should be Gemara Bavli, but anything that's written in the Gemara, Chayovim Kol Yisrael Alechas Behem, everybody in Kaisal is Mechuyev to follow. The Koyfim Kol Ir Veir Vekom Dinim Dinim Liv Kol and Hagish Nagachach Me Gemara Veliv Zeresel Lekasim. Everybody in Kaisal is Mechuyev to do whatever it says in the Gemara. Howil v'chol osam advarim shebegemara hiskima leim kol Yisrael, because these are things that everybody in Kassel was maskim. V'osam chacham shiskina shagadzit higar shadana din v'lomda mishpat kachu heim kol chach me Yisrael orubam, and the 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 people who made these takanis are all of Kaisel or the majority of Kaisel. V'heim sheshamu um, and they all heard it and any, any people who came after Chibagmur they're called Geonim and uh, these Geonim uh, sat and learned the Gemara and they tried to understand the Gemara um, and so on 
So the Rambam is explaining that um, what is his safer resting on, and he explains it is resting on the Gemara, because that obligates everyone else. Occasionally he brings Piskei Hagaonim, and when he does bring Piskei Hagaonim, he writes it very clearly that it's a Kilu, uh, uh, an opinion, and so on and so forth. But the Rambam is not clear in why is it that the Talmud Bavli is binding. There are two threads of thought that seem to pass through the Rambam's words. One is that it's Kol Chachme Yisrael Erubam, and this is a shita which is not dissimilar from the Rambam himself in, um, in the Rambam in, in Hilchah Sanhedrin, when the Rambam addresses how is it that we're going to have a Sanhedrin again when you need musmachim, and that's it, smich has been over for a long, long time, what are we going to do? So the Rambam says you royally that if all Chachmei Yisrael got together, you would um, be able to start the smicha process again. So it seems that the Rambam's understanding is that Kol Chachmei Yisrael is really uh, the, the um, I- in the big picture, Kol Chachmei Yisrael is the, the repository of Tarsh Peh in the way that we spoke about in... Um, I, 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 the way we spoke about Bezna Gadol. Bezna Gadol is a substitute for Kol Chachmei Yisrael. In other words, you don't want to have a massive convention of 12,000 Hamidah of Akiva. It's not, it's, 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 it's very, very practical to, to run a, 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 a nation like that. So Akarish Baruch who said, you can choose Ayin Aleph for going to sit Sagazis, and they are, so to speak, the, es- the essence of the essence. In other words, you've distilled Chochmas Yisrael into these Ayin Aleph. That's kind of the um, Mahalach, that's what seems to be the thread in the Rambam's words, a sign understanding how we start the process Smich again, and over here also. So that's one way of looking at it. The second way of looking at it is, and that's the beginning of the, of the Rambam's words, that each and every Bezdin is you know, it's a local Bezdin is binding, and the sense you get from the Rambam is that it's binding because it's a Kabbalah, that they will make Kabbal on themselves um, to accept it. In other words, you can be make Kabbal upon yourself um, a, a, a Posik. The either it's Megidre Nedarim, kind of, or some of the Nosekalim, uh, some of the Mfarshim in Sefer Mitzvahs explain that it falls under the rubric of Hashefet HaShayiyah meaning you, your personal Shofet. So when you have a Bezna of Ayin Aleph, the Bezna of Ayin Aleph is the um, Shofet of Klai Yisrael um, by fear. This is it. This is the way it's got to be. Um, if not, each and every person accepts upon himself a shofet, and just like making dinim is a chiyuv uh, in, uh, in the world of Noach, uh, certainly Klayasol has a chiyuv, and and therefore the person that I've made into my rav 
into my Rav is binding upon me. And Bimela, since all of Kaisal accepted the Talmud, that's become their Rav and is binding. Those, so there are two general senses of what is it that makes Talmud Babli binding on us. One is because Kol Chachme Yisrael, which this was, it was a gathering of Kol Chachme Yisrael together, is, is, is the key point to it, and, and therefore it has a din of Bezna Gadol, or um, it's because this is the last, this was, it's binding like a Mardasra, except the last Mardasra that Kaisal had on themselves as a Klau is the Bavli. After that, it became the 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 Rav in Fez and the Rav in Iraq and the Rav in Cairo and the Rav in Cordova. It's each it it splintered off. Those are two basic mahalchim in understanding how Talmud Bavli is binding. Let's also um, th- that's in the Rambam's Hakdama. The um, Rabbi Chanan, when he discusses over here the uh, um, this, this is what he discussed in Simon Bays over here. <coughs> um, he starts off um, with the Margarita Tava, which he feels is right, and he says. So, um, over there he speaks about is there an Isidore Raisa or not? How binding is Loisosser on later Takonis and on Hagas? Um, in other words, would the Loisosser actively include the, um, the uh, Doros later that Paskind, including things that we have from the Talmud Bavli and so on? And uh, that's his Meyer on that. He also brings a Kesev Mishnah, um, in a very famous Kesev Mishnah in the third parak in Halachas Mamrim, and the Kesev Mishnah asks, it, the Ramam Shita is that one Sanhedrin can argue on the other Sanhedrin even if they're smaller. So he asks, in Kena Pligia Tanoi, why in the Gemara don't you have a Meroyim arguing Tanoi? Whenever we, we, we come along and we ask a Kasha, um, we, we, the, the, you know, and and he must have why does Namur just say politely, you know, Kalakavod, I just argue on him? Uh, because there's no restriction within Bezin to Bezin arguing, so why uh, couldn't they argue? So the Kesev Mishnah says, the Epshaloma, Shemiyom Chasimus HaMishnah, Kimu Vekiblu, Shedoros Achronim, Lo Yachliku Adoros Hashayim that from the Chesimus HaMishnah we've accepted on ourselves that um, we will not argue on them. V'chein also ganke b'chesimus ha-gemara shem yom shenechtimo l'anitim m'shus l'shem adam l'achakalov akam shonak as a Mishnah. So the, um, the, the Kesev Mishnah says that it's, it's um, has much to do with our Kabbalah and ourselves rather than any uh, objective halacha that precludes it. He asks over here, how does that work? He doesn't really have any terrors. He's actually trying to answer the Rambam and so on. But it does, it does actually um, fit 
The second model, that it was because of the Kabbalah that we were on ourselves and so on. Um, the, 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 the Kabbalah we on ourselves might fall under a get of a nether, like it says in Gmonadarm, Mokim Shenoagu to be Machmir. Um, it seems as if it goes in Nedarim. It might be from something else. The Chazan Ish has on this, and like I said before, the Chazan Ish is unique in, um, in his Hekiv of Torah. The, ch- <coughs> the Chazan Ish um, is uh, someone that all of Torah was something that he needed to be Makif, and um, every piece was important. piece. There are no sugis that the Chazanish didn't put his full effort into. We spoke about it last time about the Seder at Kabbalah uh, two times ago, where the Chazanish sees it as, as a very important sugya and actually goes through it. Um, the Chazanish's lotion is a um, something which it's you know it, it's deceivingly easy, and that's why you have to go through it word for word. It's a Chazanish on the Rambam and Hilas Mamrim, and he says the following. The generation after the Mishnah saw how small we are compared to our Mishnah. And they knew that the Emes is with the previous ones. Because they recognize the gap between what they understand and what the previous ones do. When they came to the realization that they will never get to the point of understanding that a Tana does, once they understood that, they were not allowed to be holy. So they would take the Tanoim they said before and take that as the final word. They were choker and Doresh what it meant. Vigam machtime atalmit, botlu divya moyesh oma machasol zivatana. And the editor of the Talmud, Erevashi, would, you know, he was the one who usually wrote the Tyufta. They would say that it's a, it, it's a definitive pircha if, if a Tana said differently. Virak rav, berochov levovol in ispatlu Rav was somebody, it says Rav Tanu Polig means he is big enough to be holic. Um, parenthetical mark, just like the Goyen sometimes says things, not like the Shainim Shaks Arya. So this was an MS Eknazar Kadishpurhu. What the Kesef Mishnah wrote that it was a Kabbalah, he disagrees. The Kabbalah is not the Pshat, you know what, they got together and they said, let's make a great Akana. We're not going to argue on previous ones. It, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like a Lefnim HaShosedin Kabbalah. It's like... The pers- it's it's a um, it was a recognition of the truth, an acknowledgement of the clear truth, rather than a um, a, a kind of uh, tzitkis. Uh, the lashon is beautiful. It, they weren't coming with tov and ches. Ah, 
wouldn't be one of the Kana, we wouldn't argue Rishonim, Ella Emesh Chiyavaisa. The Koyan Ois Negoshonim, that's how we deal with Rishonim. We, us, deal with Rishonim. We also call it Terbis Sinai Nitafel Mashalom Vasios Chadish. Vatanoi Mechziru Mashinishkach. Vatman Rebulon is Gala Kol. Our safe Mishnah Kvan is Gala Kol Mashal is Golis. So the Tanoim were basically recovering the lost Torah Shabbat Peh. V'chein izgala mishtem darishna maroim adorachron. That is the way the Chazanish tells it. So Chazanish is really, really saying Chiddushin. Chazanish is saying that it was not an objective, there was no objective halakhic reason as such, but rather it was something which was very embedded in, it, 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 was some, it was a recognition of the Emmets and so on. Um, so we have kind of a third shita here um, about what, how come, what's the yachas? And the answer is, it came from a recognition that the door had moved on and it's no longer relevant um, it, it, to argue with Tanoim. We just don't have that. It's a, we're of a whole different caliber and there was an extra sense that felt that way. I want to um, pause a minute and discuss a point here. So we have three sheetas basically as to what is the strength of the Gemara. One is the what appears to be the Rambam, mm. that it's Me'ikra Din, that Kol Chachme Yisrael has a Din of Bezna Gadol. We have a Kesev Mishnah which sounds as if it was a Kabbalah and it works either Megidre Neder or Megidre if you makabel something yourself, then it has a din of Ashofet Hashir Yom And then we have the Chazanish, who says it's a recognition uh, of, of, of the greatness and so on. I want to stop a minute and discuss this point. Um, in, the, in, the, in the framework of these Shu'urim, we're kind of discussing things very logically. And we're a lot more comfortable with having things that are cut and dried, and this is what it says, and so on and so forth. Uh, it, it's it, the, um, I, I guess, if, if I needed to make a big picture out of it, it would be kind of the modern Orthodox world against the quote-unquote yeshiva world, whereas vague hashkafas and shittas and ruach, you know, what does the halachic system say, what does it mandate, what are the laws, and so on and so forth, and, uh, you know, and sort of sweep away the cobwebs and just stick to the uh, nuts and bolts. So I could sit down and very calmly do the following. I have three sheetas here. Uh, nothing binds me to the Ramam because Ramam's is not clear. I can pick the Chazanish. There's no reason halacha I can't argue on the Chazanish. And presto, I hold not like him and I can argue on Chachme Gemara. And how are you going to label me an Epicorus? I hold that there is halachically no problem with Agya and the Gemara. I hold back the Chazanish. If you make me in Tapikoros, Chazanish comes with me. The Chazanish says that we are removed from the Tanoim and uh, the Amoroim were removed from the Tanoim, so we certainly. I can first of all say, well, uh, in this point I disagree with Chazanish. Let's not the Polish, I can disagree with Chazanish. Plenty of Polish can disagree with Chazanish, it's not a problem. So I can disagree with Chazanish in this point. So that puts me smack into the middle of being able to argue with the Gemara. No problem. In general, um, it says that one of the Memchas firms that are next to them is a Munas Chachamim. And unfortunately, people have given it the wrong, wrong head for the Munas Chachamim. 
Um, today, the word Amunas Chacham seems to imply that Rabbanim are politically savvy, they know about medicine uh, and business and so on and so forth. It may or may not be true, it's got nothing to do with Amunas Chacham. That's not what Amunas Chacham is, and, and uh, it's, it's on, that, on that one says, Yes, you command in Natal Domain. Amunas Chachamim is, look at all the Mepharshim Pegavis, the profound belief that the integrity and the emiss of the Chachamim that have passed the Torah down to us is above reproach. Because at the end of the day, there's no such thing, everything depends on people. If somebody, if so, if somebody sits down and proves to me with a thousand and one proofs, uh, whatever it is, and I have a feeling that this person is a used car salesman. Um, uh, not by profession, by, by, um, by, you know, by, by nefesh. Then I will listen and say, this guy's got a sharp tongue. He's glib. I mean, he could sell you his mother. I, I, would, re- I would not buy it because I don't trust the person. So if the expenditure is $5.99 for something that'll, who knows what, $5.99 I'll spend for it. If a person wants suddenly, uh, uh, something for $500, I would not buy it because I don't trust the person. There are no such thing as foolproof systems because at the end of the day, everything rests on a mesaurus. On a mesaurus in the sense, I need to feel that the people who taught me were as honest and as sincere and as emis as could be. And true, every person messes up somewhere, every person makes a mistake. But the general body of the people that I learned from were Anshe Emes and did the best to preserve the internal Emes of what they're passing on. The evaluation of whether Tanoim are super, super Yoide Taira or very wise men living in Mesopotamia and today we're much smarter, that depends on the feel that I get from the previous generations and, and the general Ruach that comes down. If I don't trust it, then nothing stands because the Talmud itself, th- there is somebody who sort of sits, straddles on the borderline of orthodoxy, um, a, br- a brilliant uh, academician who's already retired, who spent his life work trying to figure out the real Tarshabal path. In other words, his attitude and approach is that the Chachmei Gemara with the editors were very, very fine people. They didn't always understand the step before them, so his life is spent on splitting apart the Gemara and its components. And it is true that the Gemara consists of original statements and an edited version. I mean, Ravina Ravashi edited the Gemara. They took the arguments, they took down the arguments that they felt were the important ones, they, the, and when they said it's Tufta, um, they felt that the riots were Mashrichit. So one can sit down and say, Ravina Ravashi were great people, but I am going to um, undo their argument. And they may have made two or three mistakes, not a problem. So, um, you know, and again, technically, it's very hard to nail somebody technically. He holds like the Chaznish. I mean, listen, the Chaznish is, is you, you, you know, you, you're holding the Chaznish as a hostage. Uh, you know, if, if you're not because Chaznish is not because. So a person can undo Shas that way. It, it, there is no sense of real, solid Torah that's immutable. And that is 
and the people, the vast majority of people engaged in the hide-and-seek game of, you know, says who, but it's a different opinion, are, um, are of that sense. Um, let, let's, let's take some of the places it applies to us. In the Rishonim came in many flavors and many stripes. The, um, and you have Rishonim that today we see them as our avos and learning. We have Rishonim that had an atiyah to philosophy. We had Rishonim, and again, Rishonim, I mean people lived in Kuvz Rishonim, who had an atiyah for strange things. And, and then we had Rishonim, quote-unquote, meaning people that Kufa, that the shitas are, are borderline, uh, what would, would appear to be borderline acceptable. If, if, if we challenge and say, somebody comes up and says, who says that the Rambam was the greatest? I mean, Rambam was very smart. I think uh, so-and-so was greater. I, you know, who says that Ramban is the one that, 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 that his, his uh, Torah is, is the um, kind of gold mean and the, and the standard? Maybe it's Caspi, uh, maybe it's Abu Lafia, uh, you know, and so on. The, 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 the honest answer is there is no way to prove it um, absolutely. I mean, Arushus Nitalachlok, but if a person is honest with himself, there's two things. If tourists have any meaning, I need to rely on people. I wasn't there at Sinai, but my Rebbe was, and my Rebbe wasn't there, but his Rebbe was. His Rebbe wasn't, but his Rebbe was. The people I look, reflect back as Rebbeim, I, I, um, I, 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 my confidence lies with the people that I feel have the wisdom and integrity that I need to trust them. I need to trust somebody in the world. And I need to do it in a way that, and I pick the people that I say, these are models of what I think Torah is about. These are models of uh, wisdom and integrity. Th- that's all I can do. And, th- and there are no one people anymore like that, but it's the collective body. I look at a collective body of people and I say, you know, between everybody, this is where it's at. So Torah Shabbat Peh remains to this very day a Torah Shabbat Peh. Even though we have Gemaris and I'm sitting in front of a computer that has 40,000 sperm there and uh, still, still photocopying sperm and uh, everything, at the end of the day, to make a decision about which one of these sperm is the default and which one is needs to be taken account and which one is a curio and which one is best shoved aside, I, I depend on people. I depend on, a, on, a, on an intangible mesotis. When a person comes along and tampers with that, then my question to him is, fine, what is your absolute immutable standard? If the answer is nothing, th- that if anything goes, then, then basically we have no Torah again. What's the difference if we start with believing the Gemara, but then saying I can learn anything I want into the Gemara, or I believe in the Torah and I can learn anything I want into the Torah, or I believe in goodness, I find there's goodness. If there's no brick wall that stops me, then in a certain sense we've destroyed any, any sense of it. So Baal Korchach, Torah Shabbat needs to rely on a certain sense that was handed on. Has it changed? Um, in some ways, yes. In some ways, not. I do, I, I, anyone with honest eyes 
who learns the muscle Shuvah of Rishonim and their attitude towards things and Shuvah of Acharim Kubu, there is a unity. Uh, circumstances have changed, things have changed. It, it, honestly, it would be very hard to put, um, to, to, you know, to put different shitas into the Ruach of Rishonim and Acharim and so on and so forth. Are there been mavericks, different people, different offshoots? Yes. But the Akkadish Baruch like we said, at the end of the day, um, it's between us and Akkadish Baruch And a person needs to ask himself, when I question a certain point, am I questioning it out of honesty, because I have a whole different picture, and I see it? I also have to ask myself, if I'm alone amongst a thousand other people, um, let's say, you know, very, where I get mailings, like I'm sure everybody else gets, of, of, of hundreds of pages of trash mail. And a nusach goes like this. What all the great investment houses don't know, I've discovered the secret of how to invest, make 80% a year, and not pay any taxes on it. Or what all the doctors refuse to acknowledge, Dr. Casey Jones has the magic cure for, from arthritis down to zero for telomere, he's got every cure. And so some people you know, whenever they, whenever they get that type of mailing, this is really what talks to them. Of course, I knew it all along. I knew it all along that someone's got that great secret. I always wondered why the guy who's made $50 million with his great system wants $17.38 from me for a book of his. If I had that money, I wouldn't write any books, and I wouldn't send any mailings. I'd go off to the beach and, and I wouldn't even do the shurim here. You know, like, like why, why does the person do it for? But some people like that. It might, a healthy person, a rational person says, you know, I'm sure there are dishonest doctors, but all the doctors and all the pharmaceutical companies are stupid and dishonest, and this one guy is, is, is the great man. All the accountants and, and lawyers are stupid and dishonest. This one person is acting. You question yourself. It's something, it's a healthy sense. The first thing is a sense of humility. Torah is bigger than me, and you know, with a Masaurus, and we have a Masaurus from people, I knew people that I stand, stood in awe from, I knew Rebbe Moshe I certainly wasn't in a position to appreciate his Torah at the time, but I, I did hear Shurim, I would come in as Manim, and there was a Yama Gadol, I saw the, the Kedusha on the person, the humility, the Ishmaisha, Anam Kalam, really, you saw a, a, a sense of Shechina, you saw a sense of of, of other words. To me, that's, that surah is the surah that I can relate to in its big sense, and, and so on. Um, you know, so, so at the end of the day, we're not, going to, we're not going to have anything that is ironclad, because by definition, who's, who's doing the ironcladding? Till the Bezna Gadol, we have it. From the Bezna Gadol, we need to look at the big picture and be honest with ourselves. Um, Okay, so those, that is the point. I, so the point we were trying to make today was to try to take Torah from Bezen HaGadol to today and figure out what's binding, especially Talmud Chesimus Talmud. We have a short binding more about Metzila Pevav, and then we have the, um, the, 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 the Rambam, it is Akdama to the Sefer, which is, which is really the strong marker for it. We have the Kesav Mishnah, and which, is, which has roots in the realm itself. And then we have the Chazanish, who very adamantly insists that it is all recognition, and, and therefore you could have the overlapping. Rav could argue. If, if, I mean, I just want to show one more thing, how the muscle 
the Chaznish it, it puts a kasha into into a um, into a statement without saying it. He says like very in his poetic way, Virak Rav in his He's coming with a point. He's saying Rabbi if you hold that it's an absolute halacha, what does it mean Rav Tano Poet? Either he's a Rav or he's a Tano, he's not a Tano. How do you make an exception? Melef, you say that it's because of, 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 of an acknowledgement of what's right and what's not right, and that makes sense. But, but just because, he, because he's Rav Lavova, that couldn't affect uh, a halacha. So the Rambam, so that's why, I mean, Chazishan is words, he, he doesn't go through the Shaktai, he just says it. At the end of the day, the only real meaning for Munas Chachamim is the, 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 the trust and the faith that we have that Torah goes through big people, the people that we know that gave us Torah, that we choose to be Rebbeim on a personal level, on a level Umar, and did their best, and they were giants to keep this to keep it as in, uh, the integrity of, of Torah as much as possible. We acknowledge our own small limits, and we make clear limits about at what point will we argue, at what point not. Yeah. So I guess you can combine the two. The two.